everybody, Aki here to read you the next chapter of Island of the Blue Dolphins. Um, yesterday on Island of the Blue Dolphins, Rontu um, kind of left the house and Karana was worried because she heard some dogs fighting and he kind of had it out with the pack who um, were challenging him and he held his ground and now the pack has split into two, but they are not bothering Rontu or Karana anymore. So here is chapter 18. Flowers were plentiful that spring because of the winter's heavy rains. The dunes were covered with mats of sandflowers, which are red and have tiny eyes that are sometimes pink and sometimes white. Yuccas grew tall among the rocks of the ravine. Their heads were clustered with curly globes no larger than a pebble and the color of the sun when it rises. Lupins grew where the springs ran. From the sunny cliffs and crevices where no one would think anything could grow spring the little red and yellow fountains of the kamol bush. Birds were plentiful too. There were many hummers which can stand still in the air and look like bits of polished stone and have long tongues to sip honey with. There were blue jays, which were very quarrelsome birds, and black and white peckers that pecked holes into the yucca stalks, and even in the poles of my roof, and even in the whale bones of the fence. Red-winged blackbirds also came flying out of the south and flocks of crows and a bird with a yellow body and a scarlet head, which I had never seen before. A pair of these birds made a nest in a stunted tree near my house. It was made from the strings of yucca bush and had a small opening at the top, which hung down like a pouch. The mother laid two speckled eggs, which she and her mate took turns sitting on. After the eggs hatched, I put shreds of abalone under the tree and these she fed to her young. The young birds were not like their mother and father, being gray and very ugly, but anyway, I took them from the nest and put them in a small cage that I made of reeds. So later in the spring, when all of the birds except the crows left the island and flew off to the north, I had these two for friends. They soon grew beautiful feathers like their parents and began to make the same sound, which was reep, reep. But it was soft and clear and much sweeter than the cries of gulls or crows and the, or the talk of pelicans, which sound like a quarrel quarreling of toothless old men. Before the summer came, the cage was too small for my two birds, but instead of building a larger one, I cut the tips of their wings, one wing of each, so they could not fly away and let them loose in the house. Um, it's that's called pinioning, and it's just, it's like shaving off part of the flight wings. It doesn't hurt the birds at all. It's kind of like clipping their nails. It's what um, people do when they have chickens to make sure their chickens don't just fly away. So um, clipping the wings doesn't hurt them at all. By the time their wings had grown out, they had learned to take food from my hand. They would jump up and down from the roof and the perch on, on my arm and beg, making their reep, reep sound. When their wings began to feather out, I cut them again. This time I let them loose in the yard where they hopped around hunting food, perching on Rontu, who by now had gotten used to them. The next time they feathered out, I did not trim their wings, but they never flew farther away than the ravine and would always come back at night to sleep, and no matter how much they had eaten, to ask for food. One, because he was larger, I called Tainor. I named him after a young man I had liked who had been killed by the Aleuts. The other was called Lurai, which, I which was the name I wish I had been called instead of Karana. During the time that I was taming the birds, I made another skirt. This one I also made of yucca fibers, softened in the water and braided into twine. I made it just like the others, with folds running lengthwise. It was open on both sides and hung to my knees. 
The belt I made of sealskin, which could be tied in a knot. I also made a pair of sandals from sealskin for walking over the dunes when the sun was hot, or just to be dressed up when I wore my new skirt of yucca twine. Often I would put on the skirt and the sandals and walk along the cliff with Rontu. Sometimes I made a wreath of flowers and fastened it in my hair. After the Aleuts had, been, had killed all of our men in Coral Cove, all the women of our tribe had singed their hair short as a sign of mourning. I had singed mine too, but now it had grown long again and came to my waist. I parted it and let it fall down my back, except when I wore a wreath. Then I made braids and fastened them with long whalebone pins. I also made a wreath for Rontu's neck, which he did not like. Together we would walk along the cliff looking at the sea, and though the white men's ship did not return that spring, it was a happy time. The air smelled of flowers, and the birds sang everywhere. And that's our chapter for today. I hope you enjoyed it.